folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hello. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we are your hosts the, the, of the third best comedy podcast <laughs> on Earth. Oh, wow. Wow. Earth's a pretty big, there's a lot of podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be number three in the, in the U.S. On this globe? Not just the U.S., the world. I mean, it's yeah. humbling. Don't you guys feel humbled? Like, just yeah. rever- like bowled over by it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's grumbling, too. I'm hungry. <laughs> um, so I was a little late to the pod here today, and I have to tell you why. So you saw that, uh, the viewer saw, or the listener saw, that we posted a picture of Bart Simpson the other day. It was from niece of the podcast. Tig Hanford mm-hmm. made that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She drew it herself. I think she said she paused a, a YouTube clip and drew it from that, which I thought was pretty good. Wow. I told her when we posted it, that we were going to post it, and she was excited about that. So she called me just now and asked uh, how it was doing. And <laughs> I t- <laughs> So what are the numbers like? What are we, what are we dealing with? I said, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you, you did really well. And she said, oh, I said, uh, Twitter, you got 173. And she says, hold on, I got to go to write this down. And she ran into <laughs> a room. I'd explain that I, I'm on a time crunch here, and I'm going to get you know, a little late for the podcast. So she went to her room. And uh, I was like, but Instagram was uh, 6.36. She's like, whoa, hold on. So she's writing like Instagram. I said, how do you spell Instagram? And she's like, what do you put for that? And I said, uh, just uh, uh, Insta, write that. And she's like, okay. And then she wrote all of Instagram and spelled it wrong. And we had to go through that for a little bit. And then, yeah, it was just back and forth. But it, she was like, wow. I was like, that's pretty good. She's like, yeah, that's pretty good. All right, well, thanks. <laughs> she's taking Man, down her, the numbers. Uh, yeah. Tig's relationship to the the internet is like kind of like uh, my parents. <laughs> so like yeah. a phone call to find out how something's doing on social media, and then write it down with a pencil. Actually, I think my brother had maybe showed her Twitter because when I told her the Twitter number, she's like, "Yeah, I just saw that." <laughs> See, Tig is an artist, though she doesn't need to be concerned with like the metrics so much as mm. just. Getting Bart Simpson's butt cheeks just so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's just funny to me to think, like, I'm assuming that was just on a loose piece of, like, computer paper that's now just, she's got. <laughs> it's not an type of book. Oh, that, that thing's on the fridge, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, those numbers at some point might need to be updated, too. Yeah, I'll, 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 keep, I'll keep her uh, abreast. She get her some ticker I tape. Mean, look, I don't want to speak too soon, but we haven't done a t-shirt in a while. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> It'd be pretty good. Fashion is back in style. That's that's a good one. And the proceeds will go to her college fund. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Harvard <laughs> only. Hartford. Only. If she doesn't get in, we give the money back. Isn't there an Instagram account called Bootleg Bart? Uh, yeah, or a website or something. Huh. I've mm-hmm. seen something of that. Wow. Hmm. Um, Any minute now, they'll be plucking it up. <laughs> I love that Bootleg Bart t-shirt that says, don't have a box new. Instead of don't have a cow man (laughs) The translation (laughs) Don't have a box new That's true But yeah I mean I try not to have a box new Yeah Yeah. I think uh, on on Bart's request Hey can we uh, Can we address one little thing before we go into booze news Oh boy Yep Michael with the haircut looking fresh This is a good look Thank you very much Oh my goodness I got my uh 
I got my hair cut at a place with a pun name. It was called Sheer something. <laughs> I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. I needed a haircut, and I said, "It's I got an open day here Saturday. Nothing's going on. Look at me go. I walk in. <laughs> this lady cuts my hair, and she kept, you know, she was, like, uh, doing a good job, but she kept, like, cutting the back a little bit, and I, I like, nodded, and she was like, that's good? Okay. Because if you person doesn't tell me i will keep cutting forever we can't get it back <laughs> yeah i don't like that uh when when uh a hair cutter gets chatty and then they just sort of go into autopilot and keep cutting and keep yeah, cutting yeah. and keep cutting we weren't chatting it was it was very difficult to like understand <laughs> each other with the masks on uh-huh. it's a lot of pressure for a stylist when when someone with long hair like i feel like like you or these days jeff with the long hair i feel <laughs> like you go you go into a barbershop and you sit down and it it, it kind of throws them for a loop because they're like, okay, you've got long hair. I'm going to go shorter than it is, but not all mm-hmm. the way to, I'm not breaking out the shears and doing the clippers like I do with Tim Kalpakis. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to find I've, some sort of middle ground and get snippy. Anytime I've gone into a, a you know, barber a, a salon or something, there's usually a short conversation about what the plan is. <laughs> I, but, but I, know, I know that you communicate, and hey, that's great that you're you're talking it through. Communication, but is you know key. what I mean about men's haircuts. Yeah, most most styles of men's haircuts are short or long, and when you're a long hair guy going in for a haircut, that barber doesn't know what they're gonna hear. They're, yeah, you know, right. it's it's a mind. I, I do a lot of I do a lot of I like the length. Just clean it up. Which usually translates into a shorter haircut, but right. they're not going like because they always go the a little too far. Right yeah. now, Mike. Also, you—it's a little bit of a mullet, kind of, which I don't. Mind. When you cut your get your haircut shorter, because I I sort of see you with two different haircuts. Mm-hmm. Tim, you know what I'm talking about. There's sort of like shorter hair, Mike, and then longer hair, Mike. But yeah. you don't maintain either. <laughs> you go short and you let it grow to long, and then you cut it short and you let yeah, it grow yeah. to long. So you sort of plan on like a nice three and a half inches coming in. Well, uh, <laughs> are we still talking about my haircut, Jeff? <laughs> like you in the bedroom. <laughs> hey, the bedroom. Hey, you plan on three and a half inches coming in? <laughs> Uh, I was just leaving. You know. um, what was I saying? Yeah, the haircut. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think she probably took all told a inch and a half off. This is a good, Maybe. good cut, Mike. You look like thank you. Peak Kevin Costner. Woo! Wow! Huge compliment. Huge compliment for. A I'm guy talking Bull Durham, hear. baby. <laughs> Tin cup. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, the postman. <laughs> the postman himself, Bull Durham, and Robin Hood, Ooh, Prince of right. Thieves. Not no, Men in Tights. Men in Tights. No, <laughs> there was another Robin Hood that came out like three years ago with uh, Eggsy from Kingsman, which I love. Eggsy. And, uh, <laughs> I think it like was the worst movie ever made. So they say. I think Hollywood uh, wildly overestimates the appeal of Robin Hood and Peter Pan. They're always doing Ooh, Peter Pan. I never a care. Lot of Peter Pan. You know what I bet it is? I bet it. You know how like Sony or Fox, Sony or Fox has to make a, a Spider-Man movie every yeah. bunch of years, or else they, they lose, lose the rights to it. Really? That's the same deal. That's why we get so many of the fucking Peter. Parkers. That that was the deal way back, like during the Tobies and the um. Garfields. And the Garfields. Mm. They they might have renegotiated now that Spider-Man's a cash cow. Did you see the new Spider-Man? Yes. No. Did you like it? 
Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. I still have the same problem with it that I got with a lot of the Marvel stuff. Did you? Uh, I saw, yeah. I, I actually I took the uh, the nephews and niece to it, and my mom was with us too, and uh, I was like trying to explain some stuff to her, and she was she was so like, and I, didn't, I don't know a lot of that man? stuff either. I was like, okay, and she was laughing at how like complicated it was. Like, and they're like, we need to get the block crystal from this universe, and she was like, yeah, that's funny. This movie assumes a, a deep familiarity with many yeah. Spider-Man movies. <laughs> yeah. I had to explain. I was like, those are other Spider-Mans from other movies that actually existed before this. Oh, 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 oh. But I will say, all the, little, all the comedy yeah. in, the, in the movie worked yeah. for my mom. She loved it. Mm. <laughs> oh, great. Great, great. <laughs> um, a little weepy, I would say, this movie. Long at the end. And long. Long getting out. Um, did you hear, you know what a Jack Nicholson's uh, take was on Return of the King? What? What's Return have, of the have King? Have you heard this? Um, Lord of the Rings 3? Yeah. Oh, Elijah oh. Wood ran into Nicholson in the bathroom after after the screening for Return of the King. And, uh-huh. then, and they were like, what do you think? And he was like, ah, too many endings, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that movie really is an hour of endings. So yeah. Nicholson knows his film. I always think it's weird with these, especially with superhero movies and stuff like the number one critique of movies, right? Even when people are wrong, the Mm -hmm. number one thing people say is this movie was too long or I got bored because the movie's too long. And then the studio, it's like, do you know why they do it? Why streaming? It does better internationally. Longer movies do better internationally. Yes. For whatever reason, like, uh, So that's oh. why all those like big blockbustery movies are all like two forty five. Interesting. If we could yeah. so crack the code on in the international countries, market, I bet we do much better. They're just yeah. trying to kill more time in a movie, I guess, or or yeah. their movies are they're used to longer movies. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny if you're usually you're like trying to keep the budget down, and the easiest way to cut a hundred million dollars from a budget would be to lose half an hour of film. Yeah, but it's this international market, <laughs> of course. Damn. How are how are the sloppy boys doing internationally? That's what I was just saying. We got to figure this out a little better. Not so good, Tim. So we had only one of us knew this whole thing about the the movies. Well, I know we got um, one person in Australia, oh, and one person yeah. we got, and we got Miranda in the, the UK, London, England. I I hopped on a Zoom with some of our uh, Patreon patrons recently, I and I heard accents from around the globe. Really. Yep. Wow, must have been like Epcot Center in there, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Like the small world ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're you know kind what? of you at a standstill here. You know what I don't like about the Discord? Uh, the the Discord has their own whole thing, right? And maybe yeah. we should save this for the blowout, but I'm going to sound off. They're <laughs> always like, oh, come on, join the Discord. Uh, we're doing a Zoom we're doing a Zoom room, and then I look at the screen grabs, and there's always one or two people sleeping on there. <laughs> so how exciting can this thing be? Well, that's because they go. I think they go all night. They're they're maniacs. And if you main pod listeners don't know Discord, it's like a your private little Reddit just for talking about the sloppy boys, and it's very <laughs> cool. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, you get access to it. But it's a whole world. Like they've become such 
friends, like they don't care about the sloppy boys anymore on there. And and when they're on their Zooms, I hop in like, hey, everybody, it's me from the pod. They don't give a <laughs> flying fuck. They're, I do. They're, they're like, they exchange gifts and they know they're involved in each other's lives. There's real friendships. It's bigger than some stupid booze podcast. They are a bunch of, a bunch of the uh, patrons came to the, to the uh, Chicago show and like had never met each other before in, in real life. Whew. Yeah, they did Secret Santa where they mailed gifts to each other. Really? Somebody should do a documentary on. Yeah. And the, hey, and that's not to say if you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to be a patron. And now it feels like, oh, that's all right. It's own thing. They bring people in all the time. I've seen it happen before. It's a very welcoming community, except for us. If we try to get in there, they kind of boot us up. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of people like me in there, and they've let me know. Somebody, oh, on Twitter the other day, somebody, you know, right before where we posted the shrub. Uh, the New York shrub, which calls for mm-hmm. balsamic vinegar, mm-hmm. vinaigrette, no vinegar. And, uh, you know, somebody wrote, oh, uh, I can't wait to see what at Mike Hanford, how he struggles with the balsamic. You well, know, guess what? I did it pretty damn well, and I uh, I enjoyed the drink. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Tell him, Mike. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny thing to be angrily yelling that you enjoyed a nice cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> it was just delicious in perfect balance. <laughs> it's not so funny to me, Tim. <laughs> Oh, I'll yeah, tell you, I had another, I had another big one of those after the pod, did you? Because uh, Mookie came over, little Mookie, and B? I said, "Hey, let me make you a shrub." Oh yeah, and then uh, so I <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'll make myself uh, another large shrub as well." Mm. And oh boy, <laughs> they're spicy and they get on top of you. I'll tell you that Ooh-wee. they're spicy, but they're not so nicey after That's a while. Right. They'll get you. Oh, they'll get you. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty good for uh, shit chat, right? That's yeah. good for the episode. I say fade out. <laughs> See you, That's folks. our show. Check us out online with Lobby Boys. <laughs> Give it up for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, seeing us through all the way to the end. You, you know what I wanted to mention? Um, I'll say it up top so then people can keep it in mind at mm. the end. But Mike, yeah. you, mm. you were saying you, you get some flack from people and you wanted to set something straight. I, I haven't gotten mm. flack about this, but I just want to preemptively say if anyone out there thinks that I can't write a good counter melody on the organ. Listen to the song at the end of our show. Yeah. And, and you, that's me on organ going. And it's pretty cool. So eat so, shit. So shut up ahead of time. Just in case. All y'all. And with that. Yeah. Let's get into some. Hit it. There once was a show from Three Men Three. The theme of the show was a little boozy. The news lift up and drinks it down. Oh, blow full of body boys, blow. Soon may the sloppy boys come to sing a fan of whiskey and rum. One day when the news is done, we'll share final thoughts with thee. Would you call me crazy if I said it had a tobacco finish? Yeah, I would. I like it. down from the yellow bird tree. I'm scoping the chickens. Just checking them out real cool. Yeah, I'm clapping. <laughs> it's booze news, you shanty dogs. <laughs> okay. Wow. Was that an original? Was that 100 gex? Yeah. I wish. That was uh, Slophead Nick Andrews. And if you have a booze news theme, send it to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Where do you think Andrews is from? That sounded like a. Uh... Sounded like he's from the, the Seven Seas. Yeah. yeah. Sea shanty kind of thing. Um, Damn. I, that also had a little uh, something about that sea shanty thing gives me this Eastern European 
flare mm. for, like you know that song that was a uh, big tiktok song that's on the charts that's like begging begging you to put your little lums around me baby you guys know no. that one no. oh 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 is it a male singer does it uh, uh yeah i think i do know um there's lots of times like a hit by i'll listen to a pop song and say this just has a little uh, a little you know, a little Bolshevik in it, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's good. But, but that particular mm-hmm. song is a cover of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Ooh. Oh. Begging, begging you. To put you to, to is it the whole song or did they interpolate a little section? It's like full on cover. It's weird. It's Ooh. just like they covered a song and then had a monster. When you look at the Hot 100, you don't see bands. And this band, whatever they're called, like, it's like one word starts with an M. Let's say moleskin. Um, <laughs> sure, they're like Maybe the only band on the on the on the charts, but it's all because of TikTok. Man, <laughs> I'm not on TikTok, and I I gotta be. We all gotta be. Let's be honest. Do we? That's where all the eyeballs are, Mike. You gotta be there, or you're gonna be left behind. No, I'm on Periscope. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm. <laughs> we should get our songs roulette. on there. How do we get our songs on there? How do we become the big hit? Are they on there now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't, Jeff. You said you're not on TikTok, so you don't know. For all you know, you finally sign up, and it's all one big sloppy boys love. It's just wall to wall sloppy boys. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, top story in booze news. Guess who's getting into the um, alcohol malt beverage game, guys? Fresca. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> this was we've been, we've done this shit so many times. It's just like you can say whatever you want. And Fresca's <laughs> maybe the least interesting thing you could have said. Uh, it's a partnership between Corona Brewer, Constellation Brands, and Coke. Uh, that don't, they didn't even say the, the, the flavors yet. But, you know, we know that when we did the Paloma, you're allowed to use any grapefruit soda you want. And Fresca is one of the popular ones. So right. and then I think Andy Cohen mixes on on uh, Watch What Happens Live. He drinks Frequila, Fresca, and Tequila. Uh, huh. So like Fresco is just like, okay, you guys are doing this anyway. We're gonna crank one out. I wonder if Cohen's got his hand in some of this. He's a savvy businessman. Cohen used our favorite term, by the way, uh, back a few weeks ago when he he got too drunk during the New Year's Eve thing. He said he was overserved. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Hey, he's, yeah. he's good. I thought he had a Technicolor yawn. Uh, well, that's uh, that's good for them. I Here's what I'll say about Fresca. I do not like Fresca. Yeah, I didn't like it. The first sip of Fresca is good, and then the second sip, you start getting that NutraSweet. Now you got to get Fresca, yourself a fever tree. Yeah. Are Fresca and Squirt the same thing? Um, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're two different sodas. Um but but are t- attempting to be uh, what grapefruit? grapefruit. There are two so different no. grapefruit sodas. Squirt's way better, and even diet squirt is better than Fresca. Squirt. But Fresca has its weird cult following. Like I think of it as Judge Smales in Caddyshack is like one of Fresca. Mm. So I always thought it was like um, hoity-toity, you know, or like yeah, uh, like a, a crusty old guy drink. But I don't really think that that's what they intended. I think it was meant to be um, <laughs> a slim supermodel drink. <laughs> and then kind of the other booze news I had was just on, on a similar topic. The, um, 
this, these are all coming from the Slopheads. That one was given to me by Little Latin Lupe. And now from our buddy Dan Padley, uh, Slophead, he said that PBR just launched a line of higher THC cannabis drinks. So so huh? PBR had like a cannabis uh, a cannabis seltzer from PBR that was I like- know about it. Neither did I, but it was like low. It was like five milligrams of THC and now they, it was selling well. So they put out 10 milligrams. So you're going to get high- when you so drink like, this mango or raspberry or strawberry kiwi or pineapple. We talked about this Sweet. with Gabrus, I think. He was telling us about this. It's like one beer is equal to like one gummy, let's say. If it's, huh. yeah. Ten Where are people getting these? Um, this is an article from Thrillist, and um, it makes it sound Thrillist. like a... Thrillist! Thrillist! Yep. Wow, I'm seeing them. Pabstlabs.com. Pabstlabs.com. I've never actually toured the Paps Labs myself. No. Is that when when uh, when Dre and um, uh, Eminem are talking about being in the lab with a pen and a pad? Is that what they're talking about? The Paps Labs? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Trying to get this damn label off. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, you're up to date on all the malt beverages. Mike, did you have some booze news? Yes, uh, mine is less news. I'm introducing a new segment to Booze News. Oh, uh, it's called it's called Hanford's Hobbies, and I'm gonna t- every time I see it fit that I'm if I'm doing something or watching something I like or reading a book I like or I've got some new culinary excitement in the the kitchen. Yeah, I will so cool. bring it up in Hanford's Hobbies. So, like uh, if you're adding broccoli to your spaghetti or your yeah you're something putting... I'm just into. Yeah, just so to it's get not pe- like uh, booze related. So sort of like it within. Could be. It could be. Okay. okay. And it's not okay. news really either. No, it's just the people, uh, you know, the ACAST people wanted me to sort of, uh, <laughs> oh, they said, okay. you got to get your yeah. personal life out there a little more. I can't more. believe I thought, they go right, over me Jeff's heads and they go straight to you with this shit. Yeah. They, 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 yeah, they said, funny. They said, you know, you're a, you're a charismatic guy, but you don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a segment within a segment. We'll yeah. have to like wrap up that thing and then wrap up booze news. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I told him too. I said, "You well, you know the 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 booze news movie reviews did not go over well with these guys. Some of the <laughs> listeners loved it, but these guys did not love it. And uh, they said, just try, just try it out. So go ahead, Jeff. You can play the theme song. <laughs> Great. Okay. It's time for Hanford's Hobbies. <laughs> oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Like, damn, I meant to say this ahead of time. I got a uh, celebrity guest to do the theme. It was that? Uh, who, who was that? It was Hank Hill. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I mean, Mike Judge did it, but uh, he, he did it in the style of Hank Hill. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, he did. That's cool you did that. Okay. Here's my... Uh, Here's my first uh, Hanford hobby of the week. I'm not going to do this weekly whenever I f- see it fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first one is I'm watching the show Southside. Have you ever seen the show Southside? No. Oh, I've heard great things. I heard great things, too, and I didn't know about it. It started in 2019 on Comedy Central, the first season, and then the second season came on uh, 2021 on HBO Max. Now both seasons are HBO Max. But it is... Uh, I saw Mike Desenzo had, had tweeted about it because he used to work with the, the creators at Fallon and the creators are named. I want to hold on. Just get 
Uh, Diallo Riddle, Bashir Salahuddin, and Sultan Salahuddin are the creators. Mm-hmm. And they're all in it, in the show. But they were Fallon writers. They're just comedy writers. And it's about uh, these two friends who work at a uh, rent-to-own sort of like uh, repo place in South, uh, South Side Chicago. It is so funny. It makes me laugh out loud. I'm laughing out loud watching this. Nice. Damn. South Side. I can't believe I can't believe when I when I somebody was like, oh, there's a great show out. And I was like, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll watch it. And then I'm actually like really in love with it. See, I hear good things about that show, but here's I, I hear good things about a lot of shows. And then I watch mm-hmm. them and I'm like, I don't know if I trust that person anymore. But now you're telling me my boy's telling me it's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a, a special segment was sort of designed around this. Wow. Show. Now, now, Mike. This yeah. show sounds great. I'm going to check it out. I appreciate Please the do. recommendation, but HBO Max. It's it's that it's a recommendation. I don't think that you, you called this segment Hanford's Hobbies and you're saying that mm-hmm. your new hobby is watching Southside on TV? No, hobbies just like in place of like interest. I'm just trying to get the alliteration of Hanford's Hobbies. It's not like Oh, this week I'm, uh, you know, making my own fly Bird fishing house. lures. Yeah. That's yeah, but yeah. If you made your own fly fishing lures, that would be fantastic. Okay, but I'm telling you, a comedy writer who loves co- laugh out loud comedy about a comedy show. Wait, wait, show. wait, wait! You're talking to a an Emmy nominated comedy writer. That's oh, right. Two-time WGA I, nominee. That's I was. That's the one I was getting. getting you're for. talking to the guy who wrote the big joke in the Obama ferns. That's right. <laughs> this is crazy. The one of Zach's favorites. I'm I'm told. I, and uh, I got guy a who wrote <laughs> from from Funny or Die. This is crazy. So this, this Southside, watch Southside. It's super fun. It's also uh, like very low budget, so that's got some uh, fun charm to it. Maybe not very low budget, but yep. low budget. Good. Okay, that's Southside. <clears throat> now, my other uh, Hanford hobby is uh, a song I've been listening to a lot uh-huh. called Casa de Mel by Brad Goodall. Have you heard of this person? No. No. There's not much online about him. He put this song, uh, Casa de Mel, out in 2017 it came up in my spotify list my discoveries it's about this guy who <laughs> he's he's playing a little organ you know and he's he's house sitting for his friend and it's very funny <laughs> <laughs> okay what's his name the, the artist brad name? goodall brad goodall you can find him on spotify or youtube oh, brad goodall cool. uh, he looks Pretty like cool. a uh i think he's from west virginia or something uh, more of a southern state but I, it looks like a, a Brooklyn hip guy. Was Southern man. That's right. Hmm. So yeah, that's uh, that's sort of what I'm into media wise these days. Hanford Hobbies Corner was just sort of a, a, a Hanford media. Hobbies Corner now. Oh, that just yeah, th- just that one time when I said it. it's not. Okay. Yeah, I think what's cool. Um, uh, just an aside to Jeff here, Jeff. I think hmm. it's cool with Hanford Hobbies is like. With Hanford, like you know, the guy on the he's he's jokes around in the pod. He sometimes he makes the drinks wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. But we don't we don't really know the guy behind the guy, you know. Yeah. And yeah. now, thanks to Hanford's hobbies, I feel like I see what he's up to, what what interests him, the, the real guy, not the 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 kind of plaid uh, yeah. <laughs> facade. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I'm glad you said that, Tim. That's exactly what the Acast people said, and they were looking for. You know, they they like the goofball, but they want to get a little deeper into him. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I like so. seeing him with his guard down like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I could have said these two things that I'm enjoying, and you would have said, 
you're a fool. You're a you know dingus. Rube. Yeah, you're a, you're, dingus. you're a maniac. Uh, you yeah. gotta be. You, <laughs> you gotta be stopped. Yeah. You know, you're, right. a, bit, so you're a bit of an ignoramus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Yes. So this was great. Uh, I'm gonna uh, wrap up my little segment here, and then Jeff, you can wrap up the whole segment. Uh, so uh, here it is. I'm gonna wrap up uh, Hanford's ho- Hanford's hobbies. Bobby. So that's wrapped up. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, now wrap up booze news. Yeah. One second. I I gotta get a. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's it for booze news. <laughs> nice. Good. There you go. I I was just remembering. Because Mike, I called you an ignoramus, and I was remembering. Remember, we had an old, we had an old sketch we did at UCB, and the last line. I guess this could be the last line of any sketch, really. But like, there was some guy in a sketch being weird, and then you were like the uh, the straight man, and then yeah. at the very end of the sketch, you were about to walk off stage, and you turn around, turn back to the guy, and go, "You're an ignoramus," <laughs> and then that was the blackout line. <laughs> and yeah, what we had an idea. I don't know, but we were like, "Oh man, when we get a TV show, we should." Let's end every single uh, sketch with "You're an ignoramus." <laughs> yeah, was that hungry screen, hungry screenwriter? Mm. Hmm. No, no. I think so. I feel like I, I said it to cool. Chris. He was sitting on a chair, like in the middle of the stage. Maybe we hmm. were all. Was it we were baseball players? Maybe you're an ignoramus, or we were cops. It was a group sketch. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't think of it. Hmm. Well, I'm glad uh, not being able to think of your old sketch titles <laughs> is not a crime because we would be under arrest. Today, we're talking about a drink called the Illegal. Oh, <laughs> the Illegal. <laughs> now, this is a New Era drink on the New Era list on the IBA. We've jumped oh. back to the IBA. Let me tell you about this drink, first of all. There is... Can you see what I'm doing with my, my hand here? Goose egg. Goose egg. Goose egg amounts of information on this drink online. Uh, I was looking it up, looking, looking. It's also very difficult to, if you write illegal cocktail recipe, like the Wikipedia comes up, but then you just get a bunch of prohibition, uh, like right. how prohibition yeah, yeah. works and stuff. And then you got to get creative, like uh, <laughs> recipe for illegal, the cocktail. And then you finally, <laughs> yes. you finally found out there's nothing. Uh, what I did find I, out, I hate ungoogleable. This is a thing. If you if you start a band or you make a movie or anything, yeah. you learn to name things words that are googleable. But if yeah. if you're too generic, because you could try illegal drink, drink illegal cocktail, IBA, whatever. You're gonna get like a million this, things. This is too yeah. many things. Also, don't name your group the Birthday Boys. You'll get a ton of Google alerts that don't <laughs> right. apply to you. Yeah, you get Twitter tags just anytime anyone has a birthday. Yeah. You gotta name your band Anamanaguchi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's see that's nobody knows how to spell that. The guys in the band do. <laughs> um I went up to yeah. I went to uh, even Jack Schram. I texted Jack Schram and said, "You ever hear of this illegal? We're doing a we're doing it tonight on the pod." And uh, I can't find, find anything about. It. He said, "Never had, never heard." Wow, Whoa, using the parlance of the pod. Yeah. Wait, he I'm said, looking. I just looked it up on Cocktail Society, and it says the unknown history. So there's like an article about it, and there. That's what I. Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's wait, funny. Is that to what waste the time. Why? Why write an article <laughs> just to say you don't know shit? The wait, what are you on there? The Cocktail Society. Yeah, that's what I find. I'll, the the paragraph is tiny. 
about it. And it's basically saying there's no, uh, it's under the radar. Nobody knows anything about it. Uh, the, here, That's I'll read cool. this. The only interesting fact I discovered is that the illegal cocktail traditionally is served in clay mugs, just like the clay vessels that are also commonly used to drink posh, an ancient Mayan spirit. And I looked up posh. It's spelled P-O-X. It's pronounced posh. And it is uh, uh, from Mexico. It's uh, kind of like uh, tequila and mezcal, I, th- I think. This is so cool because it not having a history kind of invites the mind to fill it Ooh. in with like a, like a, yeah. you know, a real lascivious backstory. And it's that, a cool uh, name. I feel like a bit of a bad boy drinking it. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it feels redacted, like a government document with a bunch yeah. of black. Yeah. The drink they won't let you know about. Yeah. Um, um, let me just And finish. for us, Posh it's a real is, good. Posh is made of corn and sugar cane, not agave like the other tequilas and mezcal. Okay, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. Posh is the, the clay mug or Posh is the... Posh it was a drink, uh, the other ancient drink. Mayan spirit, uh, ancient Mayan liquor it. from the clay mug. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say oh, what attracted us to this drink too, other than getting back on our IBA list and checking off some of the lesser known ones. I like clearing out the liquor cabinet because I've got Falernum and I've got Maraschino and I'm not using them very much. And I <laughs> Tim, the- that oh. reminds me. I... I haven't discussed the recipe. Let me do that right now. I was just going to say, let's go make the damn thing. Wow, I'm glad I reminded you. <laughs> yeah, I could have been. We could have been fucked. Okay, in the illegal, thirty milliliters, Espadin Mezcal. I have that exact. Is that a brand name? Because I have a little. Got it. Must be. I've got that. It must be. Perfect. Hell yeah. I've got a different kind. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that. That's 30 milliliters of the mezcal. Uh-huh. Now, 15 milliliters Jamaican overproof white rum. Got it. Got it. 15 milliliters falernum. Uh-huh. One bar spoon. What? Got it. I got it. Man. All right. Well, I'm assuming you have all these. Stop. <laughs> One bar spoon Maraschino Lissardo. Got, got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I've got three more ingredients to go here. And if you keep, I will. Lose my mind. I'm going to hold my God mil- until the end. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 22.5 milliliters fresh joies de lime. Got it. You got to say lime juice. Fresh lime juice. <laughs> well, I, I'm, you know, I, I come from the whole cocktail tradition from like a French angle. You know. Yeah. No, yes. I know. Just for our American audience, though. And then 50 milliliters simple syrup. And here's what I don't have. Few drops of egg white. Got it. And I'm optional. saved here because it's optional. Optional. Yeah. Method. Pour all ingredients into a shaker. Love that. Shake vigorously with ice. Strain into a chilled cocktail glass or on the rocks, Jeff, in a traditional clay or terracotta mug. Now, I don't have a clay or terracotta mug. I just no. don't. Nope. I got a um, coffee mug. What's terracotta? I've got tiki mugs. You think that Terracotta tiki? is like, you know, when you see uh, tiles on the roof in California, those little scoop yeah. tiles. Yeah, it's terracotta. Now, uh, Tim, look up the uh, terracotta war terracotta warriors. It's a uh, it's an artifact. I think out of China. It's a this emperor made a bunch of statue warriors to protect him, and he made like hundreds of them. Yeah, but you could go on warriors. and on about history all night, Mike. We can't. We're gonna have to cut you off and bring it back to the drink. Um, now, garnish. I know you want to put all types of lemon twists, and can I maybe put an olive? This is not. This is na. That is not acceptable. <laughs> 
<laughs> not acceptable. <laughs> yeah. In this one, that's not acceptable. If you do it, you're out of here. <laughs> you're, you're unaccepted. <laughs> Inappropriate. So yeah, even the picture here, though, looks like it's in sort of a uh, martini-ish type coupe glass. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, it's like a cocktail glass. I'm, go- I'm going rocks just because I know my. I know you myself. Like the, yeah, you know yourself. Um, Wait a second. Okay. What, what's, what's the more common way to do it? What should I what If I just want to do it. No, the mug. a cocktail glass. No, because if, if the, the traditional picture, way the, was the terracotta mug. Yeah, but you don't have it. None of us have it. I know, but don't you think if you had the mug, you'd be having it on the rocks? So serving it up is more of a variation. I'm going Michael. rocks glass. I don't care what you guys say. So you're gonna put you're gonna put rocks in there. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, quick word on this white overproof rum. I searched for like, yeah, I'll get a white over overproof rum. No problem. There's got to be a million of them. Mm-hmm. I Google searched, and it's only one brand. Oh, is it the one I have? I'd be I'd be astonished if we had different brands. I have this one. What do you got? Ray and nephew. Yeah, Ooh. I do have that. Nice. That's what I got. Michael? That's a good looking bottle. I am doing uh, Bacardi because I couldn't find that. I, I have dark overproof rum, but gotcha. No, no, no. I'm not no, gonna no, do that. No, no, I'm not gonna do that to you. Well, I'm looking at this motherfucker. This guy, sixty three percent alcohol by volume. So this is you know one hundred and twenty five proof. Yikes! It's even got the crazy cap on it, like the safety cap. I love that. Wait, what's the proof again? One hundred and twenty-five ish. Woo! Um, yeah. Well, don't make this drink by any open flames, Jeff. And let's get to it. I'm excited. Me too, folks. We'll see you in a jiffy. Wouldn't want to be you. <laughs> We're back with illegal cocktails. Yeah, <laughs> bad boys, the bad boys of the podcast world. Hey, what was the um the type the type of mezcal? Espelin. Yeah, Espelin. I had it after all. Hey, really? and that was the brand name. Uh, Espadin. S e s p a i a d i n. Hmm. Seems like something we should. know. I think that's a type of agave. Ooh. I like uh, getting the egg white in here. It, this this looks fancy. It has a lot of fancy ingredients, and I like the opaqueness. It's really hard to interpret what a few drops of egg is. I yeah, I, egg white. I, I pinched my fingers into a, the egg white and just kind of like s- <laughs> dripped some slime from my fingers. And I was. Yeah. How did you do the twenty two point five milliliters of uh, what was it? Lime juice. Lime juice. I measured it, my boy. I guess. That's, I mean, 22.5. I think what they're trying to say is three quarters of an ounce, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, two thirds. Two thirds of an ounce. Huh? Yeah, I, did, I think I did about that. Uh, espadine is a type of, um, espadine is a type of agave or something. Great. Mm, not a brand. Uh, the Luxardo, I gave it a good smell. Uh, this is the bitter stuff or the ashy stuff. Woodsy. That I, hmm? It's like bark. Yeah. And uh, what did we use Falernum for? We was that a tiki drink? Zombie? Yeah, yeah okay. it's something tiki. Episode two, zombie. Yeah. All right, should we do it? Yep. Let's sip this thing. Well, listen to the, my frothy cubes. I went on the rocks and I got I frothed zombie. Yeah, I went oh uh, natural. Same here. I went up after all. Those look nice. Sips. Mmm. Mm. Oh. Ow! 
complicated. Ooh. Mike, why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? It's the illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay. You're getting that smoky mezcal. Man, That the mezcal really, I mean, it was the most, uh, it was one of the, the bigger amounts you put in this thing. But mezcal really uh, cuts through any drink. Yeah, I was really kind of hoping to get more rum and lime, personally. Don't know if I love mezcal. Same. I think that I like it when I'm drinking and want to taste it, but it really is a buzzsaw that cuts right through everything else in your drink. And I'm not getting full Lernum or Maraschino or any of that. I have like a Mm -hmm. eggy. Mine is very limey. I'm surprised yours isn't, Jeff, but I'm getting just smoky mezcal, lime and egg. It's delicious. But those other ingredients, if you're a slophead light on the cash, skip them. Yeah. Yeah, it really is like uh, the mezcal and probably lime I'm tasting the most. Yeah, there's lime, but come on. I, I was smelling it. I was like, here we go. Another tiki night for J-Man. And uh, no. <laughs> no, it's just, well, Jeff, you have the egg in there, right? <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. It was like a few drops of egg white. How do you get a few drops? I was a, I got a big glob. Um, is it too, is it like you're eating an omelet over there? No, I like it because I, you know, you you know how I like my whiskey sours, yeah. Tim. Globby. I mean, I like this. This is like a, it's a mezcal sour, and and any opportunity to get that egg white in there, it's just, it's nice to, it's everyone wants to drink a drink and then feel like a weird film on their teeth, right? Because uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you want that yes. kind of squeaky, a squeaky film on your teeth. Yeah, you have to like <laughs> sort of just suck off each tooth. But it makes me think anytime you make a marg. Like, n- not not the mixer kind, but, like, the, the good margarita we made on here. If you could probably put a little bit of the egg white and get this. Dude, this I bet you I would fucking love this with just tequila instead of mezcal. Mm. You, don't, you don't want that smokiness, huh? No. You don't like the lava. Because if, if it had no smokiness, I'd be able to taste the other complexities, man. <laughs> No smokies. No overproof dookies. rum plus tequila plus my favorite lime. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Flurnum always welcome. <laughs> Flurnum, I, I couldn't. I took a sniff of it, but I didn't taste it. I, I couldn't really get what it was all. It's kind of clovey. It, it's like a sweet yeah. liqueur that's kind of clove, got a clovey quality to it, <laughs> like allspice kind of. Yeah, yeah. All right, mm. all right. Jeff. I was. Uh, your, your video was frozen before when we were showing our drinks, but. Yours looks closest to the, the IBA's look. Looks almost like a yellow bird. Wait a second. The IBA had a picture? I, I think I ignored it. Yeah, it's kind of like a square coupe glass. Man, I came across a thread on Reddit the other day. A thread it? Just shitting on the IBA. Oof. Slop heads or, or just bartend, normal cocktail? Normal people? bartenders from like two years ago. People just, it's a laughing stock. What do we do? I cancel the pod. <laughs> it is funny, like when you go on the site, and you've got, you know, you look at the, uh, this is just one new thing I've learned that I don't like about this thing. If you go into, let's say, I'm in new drinks, new era drinks, and I go to click on the, the square of the drink, you can either click on the picture of the drink or the little tiny word under it. And if you're in the red, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work. Why not make that whole fucking square clickable? <sighs> God, I'm looking at this IBA picture and, and, and I... Looked at it too quickly before, and because it's like a square cocktail glass, I thought it was a rocks glass. Mm. I would have strained. Hmm. Who's the damn webmaster on this 
site. This is, I am liking this. Like as far as mezcal goes, which I'm not the, I like to just like sip mezcal neat. And then a lot of times in a cocktail, the cocktails are interchangeable and they don't matter to me. But because of the mm. egg, this is like kind of my favorite mezcal cocktail I've ever mm. had. I bet. I, I think I like this as much as I can like a mezcal cocktail. How about that? As mm-hmm. much as you could like a drink that tastes like cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand why there's no history. If this is the IBA has this listed as a new era drink. So it's mm-hmm. a recent invention. So Here's the, the history should be the easiest thing to track that. I, I think that the, whoever created this was being a, a little joker and was being like, there's no origin for it, man. It's the illegal. Oh, I, th- okay. I think I think that's part of it is that whoever came up with this is intentionally obfuscating. You think? Yeah. This person is wiping the internet clean of any type of mention. <laughs> or no, like they, of they just sort of precious little drink. Because who else could wipe the history? None but the maker itself. <laughs> Do you think that Jack Schramm has, has is abiding by the code of the bartender by saying he's never heard of it? I'll go one step further. I bet it fucking is Jack Schramm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Tim, you crashed the code. You, you were so close. God, it was right in front of me and I just didn't see it. This is a Jack Schramm drink. Jack, you've done okay, it again. Here's what I wanted to ask you guys. Mm. Illegal is the mm. name of the cocktail. Mm. Crimes. Illegal activities. Have you guys ever break broken the law? Huh? What's the worst? What's the biggest crime you ever well, committed? Certainly not going to talk about it here in a public Timothy. forum. Uh, I think the statutes of limitations are up. Come on. I could have been speeding down the street yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't have a car, so it wouldn't you, be your you don't fault know that. if you were. Perhaps I stole it. Oh, my God. That's illegal. All right. I'll tell a story. Maybe I'll cut it. When I was a when I was a mall kid, I Suncoast. Uh, no, yeah, well, that's why I, when I worked at the mall, this is a different story at the mall, in New Hampshire. This is just you at the mall. I was with my buddy Adam, and I stole from the mall a flask and went through the security gates of the store, and it went doop doop doop, and my blood went cold. <laughs> And security came Memory up. Memory has just a dope. Okay. <laughs> security came up to me and my friend, and uh, they swarmed my friend. Partially, I suspect now because he is Colombian, mm. and I am not. You're not. And that was uh, in in retrospect. That was that was the first time that I was like, oh, that thing they talk about, it's real. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and I realized that like I could have run for it or whatever, but I reached into my pocket and I said to the security guard. Hey, guys, don't worry about it here. You know, thinking like this is no big deal. And they said, stay right here. Uh, The cops are on their way. Yikes. And uh, I could have ran and I didn't. And I maybe should have. And the cops came and I was let out in handcuffs and I was arrested and had to do community service for shoplifting. Damn, Damn, dude. This is in high school? This was senior year of high school or like right before college. And I remember thinking like it was going to jeopardize my college shit. And like, it was stupid. And just something you do when you're a teenager for cheap thrills in New Hampshire. And uh, had I not been a white dude. Yeah. I probably would have. I probably would have had to deal with some actual consequences. But what what happened to your friend? No, he was just uh, he, he he wasn't a part of it. I guess he was an accomplice if you really think about oh, it. Oh, oh, he didn't. I see. I see. He okay. didn't. He did nothing. That that was the thing that gotcha. was uh, shocking to me. 
I, I thought the only time that you were arrested and carted away was uh, Slope Day at Ithaca when, they, when you stepped off of the lawn. Uh, we've seen pictures of you being led away by the police. That's a good pick, yeah. Um, that was an arrest, though, was it? Mm, no. Didn't they sit you down in the electric chair? Yeah, they, they made an example of me, but they threw me in like the, you know, the paddy wagon with all the other ne'er-do-wells. I had that feeling the other day I was, uh... I can say paddy wagon, by the way, I'm Irish. Keep going, Mike. Uh, oh, oh, that's what that, okay. Hmm. Um, oh, the stealing thing. Yeah, I was in a store the other day and I was like, by like the candy area, I was like, I could, it would it, how hard would it be to put this in my pocket and leave? And then I just kept thinking like, what? A stupid thing that would be if I did that and got caught. I'd have to be like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't even really want candy, but I could. Yeah. Uh, and I could pay for it. Sorry. It's all fun and games until you hear that doop, doop, doop. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like uh, there's more security, better security cameras and stuff these days. Mm, probably, mm. yeah. Maybe. Well, everything's digital. Yeah, well. Timothy, your greatest crime. Oh, I don't, uh, well, ooh, it's not a problem. I don't know if it's my greatest crime, but you know which one I just was thinking of because I was cracking my egg for my drink. Um, I remembered a stupid move I made where I was a kid and it was Halloween and me and my friends were going out bombing. So we had toilet paper and uh, mm. eggs uh, and shaving cream. And we did the thing where you... You you put a pin into the shaving cream thing, and then you hold a lighter underneath it, and you melt the shaving cream spout so that it's really thin, so that it'll huh? shoot shaving cream farther because it'll a small. You want a smaller hole so it'll <laughs> spray. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, in the middle of one of those, uh, I'm in Shokin, New York, being a little bad boy, and then me and my friend, I've got like a bunch of, you know, paraphernalia. Of, uh, for for the shaving cream and stuff. Anyway, I've got two eggs in my back pockets, one egg on each cheek in jean pockets, and then <laughs> this is not this is not me even getting in trouble. This is just a cop sees me and my friends and stops. I was like, "Hey, you guys, uh, what are you doing?" And then he he gets out and comes and starts talking to us. And I was like, "Oh man, I got two eggs in the back in my back pockets. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't want this guy to like if he searches me." He'll feel these eggs if he frisks me. He'll feel these eggs in my back pockets. So instead of like pulling them out of my pockets and throwing them into the woods or something, I reach back with two hands and I slap my butt jeans with my two hands, smashing the eggs inside my jeans pockets. I don't know why I did it. You panicked. So then you panicked. The, the cop never frisked me. He was like, what are you guys doing? We're like, nothing. Uh, again, <laughs> probably white privilege. He was like, okay, have a good night. And uh, yeah. and then I'm left there with egg dripping down my BVDs. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the, I used to do a little Halloween bombing myself, Tim. And uh, I was out some time with a friend. We were kind of wearing dark or camouflage. You know, black clothing, that type of, don't want to be seen. And uh, <laughs> some older kids that my friends knew from school, we went to different schools. They were like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? They're like, oh, what do you got there? And they were like, yeah, these are our eggs. And they took our eggs and <laughs> threw them at us as we ran away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was like, I don't think these guys are our friends. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't making omelets with those things. Yo. 
I'm ready to grade, Jefferson. To grade? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. We haven't even done segment three. I find that degrading. Oh, yeah. I'm, well, I'm getting a little drunk. I'm, I don't know what's going on. Jesus Christ. You know what? It could be It could be the booze in the drink. Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to wait. Let's go to break, and then we'll come back, and we'll rank. Love it. Folks, we'll be right back. with our final thoughts on the illegal i like it i uh it was a very big shocking uh tart smoky taste to begin with but i do enjoy it and i'll tell you what i would order this at a bar yeah me too i would order this at a bar i don't know if i get a second (laughs) one like like i said i'm i'm already uh pretty drunk like this is a pretty heavy drink i think yeah i mean that rum to just add that when there's already a normal amount of uh, mezcal. This this is. I don't you feel have that feeling of the fact that you're in your home, but you're drinking this, and it really feels like a professional cocktail, huh? Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of does. weird. I feel like mezcal does that, but it's a lot of weird flavors going on in a good way. Yep, very good. All that lime. It's it's a, it's a lot of lime juice and the over overproof. It, it mm. smells great. It's really uh, it smells better than it tastes. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I would order it again. I think there's a certain magic that happens when lime meets egg. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's the best mezcal cocktail I've ever had. Maybe I'm a master mixologist. I don't know. Ooh, nice. I haven't had much mezcal, only on this show. I had, um, I did a tasting in Mexico. I think I told you guys that one of them was made with like rotten chicken breast in yes. it. Yes. And that mm-hmm. was kind of, oh, had yeah. a funkier stank to it. But they're all, they all do kind of taste like cigarettes. Yeah. But but slopheads listening, definitely skip the Flurnum and skip the Maraschino. You're not tasting. No, them. no, don't do that, slopheads. <laughs> do not do that. Jeez, uh, I take it back. I like all the I like all the little bits and bobs. Yeah, it takes an extra fucking ten minutes to make. But uh, get that egg white, get that Maraschino, get that. Do it all. But but you know maybe experiment with tequila instead of them. Smoky mezcal. I, I like this, but mm. yeah, you know, mezcal is never going to be my fave. And uh, it's an order again, but it's maybe a begrudging order again. Now, Jeff, would you say, would we all say that of the major spirits, you know, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, whiskey, vodka, rum, so and so, is mezcal <laughs> the, our very least favorite? Like, what what would rank worse? I can't imagine. Uh, like, it's just really I, not versatile, right? It's just this one taste. And if you yeah. like that taste, you like it. But if you don't like that taste, you know, I, I do like it. I do want to drink it sometimes, but it's it's not like you can dress it up or dress it down. Like it's it's better than Malort and Jägermeister, oh. and those aren't major spirits. <laughs> it's better yeah, than Malort, a famously hated. <laughs> you know, we haven't done a vodka drink in a while, have we? We did too many mm. over the summer, so we chilled out on them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I haven't had vodka in a long time. That's that's one I kind of steer away from. Yeah. Not that I don't like it, I just don't, uh, it doesn't really do me any favors. You know what I got hanging out in the freezer, Mike, is a little Absolute Citron for my textbook Cosmos. Oh, nice. That's good. You know what I had in my freezer yesterday? It was a Charleston Chew. Didn't last long. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, the nougat really changes when you put it in the freezer. You know, you can shatter it. Wow. It It really does. It was fantastic. Um, Michael, I got a vodka tip for you. Here's what I was doing uh, over the holidays. I said to myself, mm. Tim, holiday time coming. You're gonna, <laughs> you do 
you're going to want to drink a lot of these holiday cocktails that are very fattening, you know, your egg, mm. your spiked eggnogs and your Tom and Jerry's and your, your peppermint rum chattas and all that. Your cookies, the so candy I said, canes. I had a little talk with myself in the mirror and I said, mm. Timmy, remember this trick you learned, bring it back where you have your uh, vodka on the rocks, but you put a little beet horseradish in it. That's right. Huh? Purple horseradish wow. that's made with beets and horseradish it, this is this is a kind of wow. uh kind of a russian trick to look up put a little bit of horseradish and i was it's kind of like a, a a bloody mary i guess it had that kind of twang to it and then i i was doing pickle juice in my vodka rocks and i was doing wow. drip you could drip some juice from from sauerkraut or pickled tomatoes or any any kind of salty so you're you're spicing up a you're spicing up a vodka with some fermented stank. Yeah, because I love that stanky stuff and I want to drink it. And it was it's it's wintry. It's very nice in the winter. So I said this will be my thing around the holidays, and I had a blast. With so it. Tim, you, you, for the horseradish, you're putting in like you got little flakes of horseradish floating around in there, huh? No, here's what I do. You're supposed to infuse it, which takes time. I I press a, a spoon down in the jar. Uh-huh. So that I don't get any of the coarse stuff. Just the, just, juice. the juice. Just the drips. Is that why you, when you came to town, you dragged me over to a uh, pierogi place so we had sauerkraut and goulash in the afternoon? That probably is why I had Veselka on the brain. <laughs> and what did I you drink know, I there? That is. I went non-alcoholic and had a cherry lime ricky. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. That was fun. I, can't, I don't think I tasted it. I, I meant to ask you, and then I said, eh, with COVID, we can yeah, with COVID. drink this one time. I think it was it was like a Sprite and Grenadine, you know, good. Ooh, Grenadine. You know what I think I might make next? What? What? A classic dirty gin martini. A classic Ooh. dirty gin martini. Ooh. Hey, speaking of dirty, um, somebody sent me, and I want to say it was a slophead that we know, a drink called the Dirty Shirley. Which I thought was very funny, where it was a Shirley Temple with vodka in it, and that's kind of funny <laughs> to take huh. the most famous mocktail and then turn it into a cocktail. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Oh, I wanted to bring this up. Oh, thanks for reminding me, Tim. You're welcome. Uh, when I was looking for the illegal, mm-hmm. I kept seeing uh, the Scofflaw kept coming up a bunch, which is oh yeah, uh, a more of a whiskey drink. He takes a whiskey drink. I found. <laughs> I found <clears throat> Uh, something called a little article called the five strongest cocktails in the world. Ooh, you've, you've got Dal. Just I'll read the titles and then just read, read them. The first one, Death yeah. in the Afternoon, is number five. Uh, Jungle Juice, is number yeah. four. Sure, the Zombie, number three. We've done that. Whoa, Sazerac is number two. Whoa, and number one was an Aunt Roberta. I'll read the little blurb. Never here. Never heard of it. Created by a 1900 prostitute, <clears throat> 1900s prostitute. Uh, in Alabama, this is a widely considered the deadliest cocktail in the world. It is made of 100%. It was made 100% with alcohol and no mixers in equal parts gin, vodka, brandy, blackberry liquor, and absinthe. Let's do wow, it. Wow, we're doing it. That sounds good. Episode 100. Yeah. It's like a Long Island iced tea, kind of. Yeah. All that shit all together. Hooey. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode, and questions for Lennon, 
our monthly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the sloppy boys. And for everyone who thinks that Tim can't write a good organ counter melody, <laughs> listen to this. Oh. Oh. Oh.